Hey, fantasy football freaks. This is your leader, Christian Michael, back at it again. Today is Sunday, August 12th. We're just going to rip through a real quick ranking of my running backs and wide receivers um, on other podcasts or, you know, shows that cover fantasy football. They're really going to make this thing long and draw it out and pull it like a Band-Aid slowly. But I just want to give you my top 15 here real quick. So last episode, we covered week one of the preseason. Who did well? Who didn't do so well? Nick Chubb. And, um, you know, who really shined and who's running with the ones? really hard to see that Darius Geis injury because I had him ranked in the top 15 of my running backs. Not anymore. This list is uh, it's always going to change and it's always going to be up to date and uh, really fresh and precise. And You guys can use it uh, when you're drafting. Use it to win your leagues and win that money, win that title. Um, so let's start with the running backs, guys. Number one, I'm not going to be like every expert out there and put Todd Gurley at number one. Listen, guys, nobody has repeated as an RB1, as the RB1, I should say. Nobody has repeated that since Priest Holmes in, I believe, 2000 or 2001. It's been quite a while. Um, And in the sample size that Ezekiel Elliott got last year, uh, he was on pace for a crazy amount of fantasy points and that's who I got as my number one back Zeke Elliott there in Dallas with the number one offensive line he's going to kick some ass this year and I would draft him number one Um, number two I got David Johnson guys if you watch that first preseason game no big deal just two 14 yard runs that just guys he's special He's going to kill it. His goals are 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yard passing, and I believe this year he will do it. Um, Him and Zeke are kind of interchangeable at this number one spot, but both super talented, young, powerful, three down backs that can block as well. Really like them. Number three, I got Le'Veon Bell, good old reliable. Other than his contract um, issues, he's, he's just a great running back. He's another three down guy he's a he's a receiver really on that team he's their number one runner and could be their number two receiver honestly got him at my three spot Todd Gurley at my four spot um he was number one last year had a crazy amount of fantasy points I believe he will have some regression this year but I got him there at my four spot for that killer offense in LA in my five spot might surprise some people but I got Saquon Barkley He looked great ripping off that 39-yard run on his very first NFL carry. Um, I think he's poised to do some big things for New York this year. Number six, I have Leonard Fournette. Guys, what is is there to say about Leonard Fournette? He's a beast. He and Jalen Ramsey kind of, you know, single-handedly turned the entire franchise around there in Jacksonville. They're a scary team. I would not want to play them if I was an NFL team. So Leonard Fournette there in my sixth spot. Number seven, good old AK Alvin Kamara. Really like this guy. I think most of his fantasy production will come in the first four weeks while Mark Ingram is away because of the PED suspension. But I believe he still will have a very big role when Mark Ingram gets back. 
Um, in my eighth slot, I got Melvin Gordon. This guy is a he's a he's a really good three down back. He gets a little bit. I'd say half of his third down carries he gets taken from Austin Eckler, but um, guys, he's very valuable and really like him. Um, number nine, I got Christian McCaffrey. A uh, little worried that C.J. Anderson may take his red zone work, but it looked like in the preseason game he was getting all the work, so I, I really like Christian McCaffrey there at my nine slot. Uh, number 10, I got Joe Mixon. So this guy we know has a lot of talent. If he can put it together and Marvin Lewis won't run out Gio, Gio Bernard there you know, half the time, I really believe that Mixon will produce. He has the talent. He could finish your number one overall running back. But I have him here at my 10 slot. Um, number 11, I have Devontae Freeman. Guy's good old reliable. Uh, I don't really have much to say about him. Uh, Tevin Coleman, uh, you know, will take some work for him. And he'll have his weeks where he outperforms Freeman. But Freeman is a very reliable guy there at my 11 slot. Um, next, I have Kareem Hunt. This guy was really slept on last year, and uh, the majority of people who picked up Kareem Hunt late did really well or even won their league title. So um, I see a lot of regression this year. He's got backs behind him. Spencer Ware wasn't there last year. Um, Pat Mahomes, um, we don't know how much he's going to struggle, but that offense probably will not hum the way it did with Alex Smith. So there's Kareem Hunt in my 12th position at 13. I got Jarek McKinnon. Guys, he looked terrible for the Niners in his first preseason of the game. I think he had four carries for negative five yards. Just, he looked awful. And the other backs looked really good. So, uh, really surprising. But, guys, they paid this guy a ton of money to come over from Minnesota and be that Devontae Freeman type back for Kyle Shanahan. Um, so, let's hope that he does better in his next game. Let's keep a quick eye or keep a close eye on it. And um, uh, I don't know if Matt Breida, he's hurt, but maybe he will take some work from McKinnon, but I like him here at my 13th slot. At 14, we have Dalvin Cook, another Florida State running back, little dreads, just like uh, Devontae Freeman. I like him. He did good last year, but he he's coming off a pretty serious injury. So I have him all the way down here at my um, 14 slot so um my 15th is jordan howard he's a good old reliable he uh he, he did really well on a real bad team they didn't have the ball very much they didn't have a whole lot of carries distributed but he had nine touchdowns last year guys so don't sleep on jordan howard Tariq cohen is going to take some third down work from him um, but i believe he's got a defined role there um in that offense so that's my top 15, guys. Um, let's move on to the wide receiver rankings. At number one, I have DeAndre Hopkins, like I prefaced before. Um, he's really interchangeable here with Antonio Brown. They're kind of a 1A, 1B. But what I see difference in this year is just the talent around Houston versus the talent around Pittsburgh. Um, we saw lots of flashes of Juju last year. And while Houston has Will Fuller, uh, I don't think anybody would draft Will Fuller before Juju. So, um, yeah, 
in Pittsburgh, you also have Vance McDonald, um, and you always you also have Washington, their their draft pick, um, that should take some targets away, as well as Le'Veon Bell. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins is the clear number one there for Deshaun Watson. They have really good chemistry. So he's at my number one, and then I have Brown at number two. At number three, I have Julio Jones. Um, he had a bad bad year last year. Uh, he still finished in the top seven. But three touchdowns, that's just that's awful for him. I mean, you're talking years where he had double-digit touchdowns, and that's what you're expecting if you're going to draft him that high. So I have him there uh, at number three. I don't think the addition of Calvin Ridley is really going to do much. He's more of a slot guy. I think he's going to play in kind of that Taylor Gabriel role now that he's moved on to the Chicago Bears. I think that's where Ridley will be. And then Sanu, um, he's he's split out to the, the other side. So I got Julio. He's going to bounce back, guys. I expect him to have close to double-digit touchdowns, maybe nine, eight or nine. Okay, at number four, I have Odell Beckham. Um, out of anybody on this list, OBJ has the chops, the talent, the past, and just really the freakish athleticism to finish as number one overall just because he's he's just dynamic. He's a different type of cat and he has the highest ceiling and the really the the highest floor of any player at all in football pretty much. So I have him at my four spot. At five I have Mike Thomas uh, down there in New Orleans. Guys if you've seen pictures of him in the offseason it's hard to tell the difference between Mike Thomas and Josh Gordon's Instagrams. They're just both huge, ripped guys. And Thomas is actually showing up, you know, for training camp and preseason. So he's who I got at number five. They have some new additions there in New Orleans uh, with with Cam Meredith. Uh, but they also lost a couple guys. Willie Sneed, to be sure. Um, so... I think he'll be good there, Thomas, but um, he's there in my five slot. At six, I got Keenan Allen. I think I, pretty much all experts agree Keenan Allen has the highest ceiling and the lowest floor. I mean, guy could easily tear his knee in preseason or week one or two, but the guy could end up with, let's be real, over 130 catches guy's super talented and he's one of Philip Rivers favorite targets of all time really and with Antonio Gates not not with the Chargers right now I expect him to go really hot and heavy to Keenan Allen uh their additions Mike Williams I believe he will be kind of an end zone vulture to Keenan Allen but Keenan Allen's never really been a touchdown guy anyway he's kind of a uh, multiple catch a high yardage guy so I expect him to be decent this year but not as good as he was last year a seven I have Devonte Adams um you know Aaron Rodgers number one target no Jordy Nelson there in Green Bay 
he could have a monster season. Guys, I also like uh, doing stacks. I'll mention this later in my tight end episode. But last year in one of my leagues, I stacked Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And pretty much uh, every receiving touchdown was going to one of those two on that high-powered offense. I believe um, them to have a very high-powered offense like they do every year. Running game, not so much. But I really, really believe this year in a Devontae Adams, Jimmy Graham stack. Um, Jimmy Graham really could not be that good. He could be slow like he's looked the last couple seasons. But, guys, he had 10 touchdowns last year in Seattle quietly. So I could see him being a touchdown guy. I really think that stack would be really good if you can somehow pull it off in your draft. Uh, So there's Devontae Adams at number seven. And number eight, I got A.J. Green. Good old reliable. Not much to say. John Ross is there. He should have a little bit more production. But A.J. Green, I expect him to have somewhere somewhere around 80 to 90 catches for 1,000 yards and maybe six or seven scores. Uh, nothing crazy, never going to win you a week, but he's going to be really that staple in your lineup that you need. Uh, number nine, I have Stephon Diggs. Guys, I had him ranked almost all the way down at 17, and I had Thielen um, in my top 10. I have completely changed my mind since I saw this first preseason game. Uh, Kirk Cousins almost in didn't even go through his progressions he just looked at Stephon Diggs every single time he was out there and they their connection looked magical I mean if you watch that stuff um it just really looked awesome and I look him I look for that to be Cousins number one guy so I have him shooting all the way up from 17 to 9 um honestly I want to put him above AJ Green because he has uh the possibility to give me 1300 yards and eight touchdowns so number 10 I have good old reliable Larry Fitzgerald and while he is good and reliable like AJ Green guys he is not AJ Green Um, he finished in the top five last year and had crazy amount of catches crazy amount of yards crazy amount of touchdowns Um, so I really look for him to flourish in this new offense because let's be honest Sam Bradford is check down check down check down probably the second most uh, check down used guy other than Alex Smith but Larry is going to be man in the slot and he's not a real deep ball guy they have guys for that but he's going to be that slot guy and I see lots of chemistry and yards with him and Bradford and if him if Rosen comes in, might be a different story, but that's where I got Larry at. Good or reliable. Uh, number 11, I have T.Y. Hilton. I had him down near number 20 uh, until I saw Andrew Luck throw, and I could be sure that he's healthy, and he looks healthy, and I believe T.Y. Hilton really could have a monster season. Uh, Deion Kane, who was going to push Ryan Grant for that number two slot there in Indianapolis. Uh, He's out for the season with a torn ACL. So really, I see, uh, other than Eric Ebron, I see T. 
T.Y. Hilton really being the main guy there. Um, Ebron remains to be seen. He might they, they, The camp and uh, B reporters around the team have said a lot of great things about Ebron, but he's had years to impress us all, and he's been nothing but a bust uh, where the Lions took him at that high up in the draft. Um, so T.Y. Hilton, number 11. Number 12, I have Tyreek Hill. Listen, guys, it's a real hot take, and it's a real uh, common theme among the experts that Tyreek Hill is going to have a terrible year this year. I just don't believe it. I don't see it, guys. The dude is packed with talent. We're talking 4-2 maybe speed, 4-1-5 speed. Fast guy. Um, and... The additions of Sammy Watkins, I guess he can take away some targets away, and Travis Kelsey can. But, guys, he's since he came into the league, he's just been a monster. Tyreek Hill, I don't see a whole lot of uh, targets lost uh, to Sammy Watkins. Um, we will see. But one thing we know is Pat Mahomes has got a cannon. And one guy that can run underneath that and go get it is Tyreek Hill. So I have him there at number 12. Number 13, this comes with an asterisk because it is Doug Baldwin there in Seattle. I like Baldwin. He He's a guy that in best ball and a lot of my mock drafts, I just want to scoop up um, so much. But he's got issues with his health. They're, not, they're being kind of secretive about it, but it sounds like a hamstring, which is not good at the beginning of the year. I think he will be ready for week one, but I don't know about his upside this year. Um, he's really the only target there in Seattle. Um, so Baldwin could be anywhere from where I have him here at 13th, but he could be all the way up to seven or eight in my rankings uh, by the time preseason is over, depending on the news. All right, number 14, I have Demarius Thomas. While Denver looked awful in their first preseason game, I'm hoping that they're going to be able to figure out the chemistry issues with Case Keenum and these receivers. But the one receiver that did look good in that game, even though he only had one catch, was Demarius Thomas. Guys, Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas are very reliable, 1,000-yard guys. And I see them repeating that as that this year. While I have Sanders quite a bit lower due to you know, the touchdowns, uh, this is where I have Demarius, uh, so to round it out, at number 15, I have Mike Evans, guys, it was really hard for me to even put him on this list, uh, most experts have this guy in their top six or seven, I don't see it, guys, there was six or seven weeks, uh, last year that Evans scored, um, in the wide receiver, 55 to 65 range and I do not want that I don't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole uh, there's a lot of uh, let's say there's not a whole lot of stability there in Tampa Bay Jameis Winston out four games Ryan Fitzpatrick being out there I don't know I don't see it um, but I had to put him on this list or else I would be called crazy um, so he's on this list at 15, but I could see Dirk Cutter being fired by week five. And um, uh, 
I see the ceiling of Mike Evans as a I maybe around six or seven, but I also see his floor as forty or thirty-five. So I just don't really want to touch him. But I had to include him in this there uh, in this list just due to talent alone and um, just the fact that he's projected by so many people. I might be missing something, guys, but uh, he's there at 15. Anyway, uh, that's my rankings. So next episode, we're going to be doing tight ends, defense, kickers. And I know that sounds a whole lot of exciting, but guess what, guys? It can make a huge difference. All right, signing off.